can't tell if the chemistry is good by looking at it. It wasn't clear yesterday. For the last time, the saltwater pool is a chlorine pool. This is the Talking Pools podcast with pool pros from every region in the country. If it happens in a pool, you'll hear about it here. Everything from tips and hacks to the latest tricks and trends, breaking news. We lay it on the line. We tell it like it is because we think you deserve to know. Welcome to the Talking Pools podcast. I'm Andrea, and today we have um, some guest hosts aside with my normal co-host, Rudy. It's Rudy Stankwitz. Tell us about our guest hosts. (laughs) So we have two guest hosts today. We have Kelly Clancy and we have Tim Graham. So introduce yourselves. Hello. Thank you for having me. Hi, I'm Kelly. Yeah, it's cool to have you guys. I'm excited. I had a couple of different things come through. But one of the things that somebody had asked me about, and I like to hit uh, some of the questions we get first before we jump into the topic that we were looking at. Somebody asked me a question about branding, starting a new pool service company. You guys have each done this. And what does branding mean? To me, it's so much more than a logo. It's so much more than the wrap on your vehicle. So I want to try an experiment, if, if you guys can go with me on this, because there's a person that I think we all know, and I'm going to say his name. And it's going to conjure some image of something, what you feel about this person in your mind. And I just want you to tell me what it is. I think I know what you're going to say. I'm going to say Wayne Ivusich. Okay. Wayne Ivusich, very well known. He is the technical guru over at Taylor Technologies. They make tons of test kits. We all know him a little bit or a lot. What's the first thing that pops into your mind when you hear the name Wayne I think it's it's knowledge of the industry and and knowledge of his position. Legitimately, I just I think of the Taylor logo. I'm so sorry, Wayne. The Taylor logo, not where I was going with this. <laughs> I really do. I know, but that's what pops into my head, yeah. Blue, Wayne's blue. Blue, 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 blue. When I think of Wayne, I just think of the go-to guy for water chemistry like testing. I know Wayne to be nice, friendly, patient. He to have a passion for teaching. Do we know Wayne on this level? I agree with all of that for sure. Yes. I would agree okay. with you. Yeah. So with Definitely. With these thoughts of knowledge that you've had in your head, the Taylor logo that's tattooed on Wayne's forehead <laughs> as far as Andrea is concerned. <laughs> but with that, those other images pop up as well, right? Mm-hmm. They accompanied that. That's for sure. Wayne. If I have a question, Wayne will be happy to answer and help in any way he can. Drink. Let's try something different this time. Mm-hmm. I want to try every drink there is in the world. See if we actually had drinks here. <laughs> oh, I that, will. I'm that would have that would have started it. So, but that's Wayne's brand. Did you know he re- he's retiring? I did. Is he making that announcement public yet? <gasps> I don't. Uh, when I went to the Monterey show, he told me. <laughs> it's sad. It makes me sad. I hope he doesn't go off social media. Hi, everyone. This is Wayne from Taylor Technologies, still alive and still testing water, despite all the rumors. However, one rumor is true. I will be retiring from Taylor by the end of 2022. Not exactly sure when, 
but definitely by the end of this year. But that doesn't mean that you'll get rid of me. You can't beat me down. You can't discard me like an old treated sample of water. I will still be around and involved in the industry with PHTA and doing some consulting work. So despite what Rudy and Andrea have been telling people, <clears throat> I will be around and still be able to be accessed for any questions or answers or whatever, pats on the head, uh, as far as this industry is concerned. However, I have been warned by a soothsayer that if I do retire by the end of this year, the world will collapse into anarchy and the apocalypse will happen. So there is that. So thank you and goodbye. Everyone stay where you are. This is the police. One of the first people I met in the pool industry. I met Wayne in 1992. I was in Houston, Texas. He came into the store that I was in and said, get rid of that OTO test solution now. And he busted out the DPD kit and he <laughs> sat there with me and we went through it. And, and I was young and he was young and I had hair and he had hair. It was a whole thing. <gasps> Holy crap. Did you hear the news? The Talking Pools podcast now has a regular column in Pool Magazine. It is the hottest new trade mag in the industry. The edgy morning radio show style podcast with Rudy and Andrea is now on the pages of the magazine known for keeping a finger on the pulse of the pool industry. Yes, both print and digital. Download the PoolMagazine.com app on Google Play today. What are you waiting for? <laughs> so, but, but the point being, though, is all of those images that conjured, that came up with Wayne's name, how helpful he is, how passionate about teaching, how he explains things and breaks it down. And he, he, he doesn't dumb things down, but he definitely takes some hard stuff and makes it easier to understand. That's his brand. And that's what I think of when I think of Wayne. And I, I yeah. get that you guys are kind of feeling the same vibe here. That's the same thing that you're trying to do with your company in a specific area. So it's not just about your truck. It's not your logo. It's not uh, your certification, although that's all part of it. But your brand in your area should be that you are the go-to expert you can be nice, you can be friendly, you can explain things, all of those things. But it's these thoughts that come up in people's minds when they think about you. Fantastic point. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And you've each had to do this, whether you realized it or not. I think branding has a lot to do yeah. with how you present yourself. It's it's you become the brand and you're right, Rudy, it's not about the logo and it's not about how fancy your truck is. Uh, it's when you get out of that truck and begin to communicate with your customers and those people around you. It's like your reputation. Yes. You're either going to have a good one or a bad one. It depends on how you approach it. And it's always easier to maintain a good one than it is to do damage control. Fix a bad one. Because once you suck, you suck. Yeah. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. One person can easily destroy a brand. Well, yeah, yeah. It's just the way it goes. It's a squeaky wheel, right? Don't go to so and so; they suck. So, oh, and social media but, is like an awfully large part of that. Yeah, too. and as people start hearing that, it just yeah, it just starts spiraling once you have one or two bad ones. 
in establishing a brand, what advice, because everybody here has years under their belt, what, what advice would you give to somebody just starting out that's looking at this whole brand thing for the first time? And I want to be the guru in my county. I want to be the king of chlorine. I want to be whatever here, right? The ruler of the reagent. That's me. That's who I want to be. How do you start to establish that? What are the first steps? Uh, I would say just get yourself out there. Sorry. I, yeah. I think that'll... Educating yourself and whatever that is. All good points. No, I, I think that you you have to educate yourself in whatever that subject is that you want to be known for. So once you have that knowledge, then you can share that with other people and then they'll start going to you. So like an example for me was I was one of the first companies to start using boric acid in my area. And I would tell everybody about how great it was. And then the supplier would actually refer those people who started asking questions about it to me so they can learn a little bit more and the benefits and why they should do it. And so then I, that was started to be like a reputation for me was if you have a question about go to Kelly, cause no one in our area, when I started using it was really doing it. There was a few, but not many. And yeah, that's how you could start getting that reputation is you want to be, like you said, the chlorine person or the borate person or the Hayward person. You got to educate yourself as much as possible on that direction. I agree with, with Kelly. Um, I think the, the idea to never stop learning so when you stop learning and stop being willing to learn anything, then your, your brand can quickly die and, and your reputation can quickly die. When you stop learning and stop being willing to uh, assist, when you stop being helpful and, and like Kelly said, people call her to get that information from her. When you're not willing to do that, then your reputation and your brand suffers. Wouldn't you like to be the person that was known for answering the phone, the person that was known for being where they were, <clears throat> excuse me, for being where they're supposed to be when they said they were going to be there. How about that? That's also huge. That's how you grow your business. That's how word of mouth kicks in. Definitely. Definitely educate yourself because if somebody comes to you for an answer or for advice or something, and then you don't have the answer right away, or you give them some incorrect advice, that's going to hurt everything that you're trying to do. So stay educated for sure and be willing to help, like you said, because if you're not there, no one's going to come to you. Blu-ray XL is the power of minerals working for you. Reduce your overall chemical costs and labor up to 50% guaranteed. Whether you have 20 accounts or 20,000, Blu-ray XL's direct pricing and free shipping to the pool trade have you covered. Improving pool professionals' profit and work-life balance is what they do. Blu-ray XL, the real mineral purifier. Visit them at blu-rayxl.com. Blu-ray all day. The, the bad part I've seen about this industry is that you have a group of pool guys or a group of servicers or pool gals, for that matter, sorry, uh, that aren't willing to talk with one another. Like, they think that they're isolated and they're the only one going through anything or doing anything and they don't communicate with anyone. And uh, I think that's very detrimental. I agree. Things have changed. You either embrace it or you don't. And for as many folks as it seems like have taken the leap into the new world technology where 
people share ideas and thoughts, that's such a small, small percentage of who we are. Because I have a theory, tell me if I'm wrong, because you guys are in some of the social media groups. I think we're in a lot of them together. But there's what, 130 different pool groups? But there's got to be only about maybe 4,000 people in total that are in all of them. I think we just have the same people in each of the groups. He's, he, he's in the, <laughs> the one that I run. Because you guys are in every group. Because Kelly let me in. I, uh, I like to have reps and I like to have other people in there so they can get feedback. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yours. Yeah. <laughs> all I know is that when Andrea had a girls only group, I wasn't allowed in that one. I still ha- that's what I thought you meant because I still have that girls only group that you're not allowed in. <laughs> that's the group you go to when we want to talk crap, you know, about the guys that we run into. And that's the one that I like going to to get other ladies' opinions on how they do things. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> you scared me for a second. <laughs> because you thought I might be there, huh? Yes, sneaking. Well, thanks a lot for that, both of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, look, they, their screen suddenly went blank, Tim. Anyway, <laughs> there's tens of thousands of people in the pool industry for the four or 5,000 people that are in the groups. That's what I was talking about. So, Tim, to your point, yes, definitely. Way of thinking is changing, but it's changing a lot slower than I think we yeah. think it is. That's my fear. I wish it would change a little bit quicker. And Kelly... To your credit, establishing a girls-only group, a women-only group that had a huge focus on education, not whatever happens in Andrea's group because nobody knows, (laughs) but yours has a huge focus on education. And that's important because a lot of times, just simply because we talked about it a little bit before we started recording today about how women are looked at differently in the industry, a lot of times women in the other groups and people new to the industry don't want to ask questions. Yeah, definitely. Um, I got kicked out of a group because I defended the people, the new people making, asking these questions. Cause I was tired of seeing them. The people, veterans will call them. The new people would put a qu- very simple question up, but they don't know the answer. So they're really asking. And then these people are like, what kind of professional are you just bashing them? And I was like, Hey, why why do that if they're asking, don't we want to teach them the right way of doing it instead of the wrong way? And then you have to go and fix it and make them look bad. Like, don't we want people to <laughs> succeed in this industry? And yeah, I got kicked out. So it's just, I think. Don't feel bad. Andrea has been kicked out of all of them. <laughs> I, not all of them. Just I'm only kicked out of one for right now. <laughs> I got, I was kicked out of one. They let me back in. Then I got kicked out of oh, a completely different one. Don't feel bad. It's fine. The ego of whoever runs the group. But that's the point though. I mean, I hate to use, I hate to use the, the millennial stigma of a safe place, that whole, because I, you know, I don't believe it's, well, maybe it is true for some of you, Andrea, but other folks, maybe not. But the whole point being is. picking on me. Why should this be different just because there's people here? So the point being, though, is that there needs to be a place that's safe for people to ask these rookie questions. And I'm going to call them rookie questions because that's what they are. But we're in groups that allows rookies and we promote education. Shouldn't we take the time to answer them? And the point is people get afraid to ask. And that's well, that's why I, I don't mean to like make this about myself or anything like that. But that was my idea behind creating the girl group was that I would just see a lot of, um, you know, women 
being afraid to ask questions or afraid to comment or not necessarily afraid, but just you don't want all kinds of backlash or being made fun of or, you know, ridiculed for asking a rookie question. And, you know, it doesn't apply to just women because I see it happening to men, too. But that was my idea behind, you know, creating the group. But that's why I love Kelly's idea with her group so much is because I couldn't do both. I couldn't create a group for only women and then have, you know, uh, this gigantic resource. So that's why I love Kelly's group. So that just screams out that we need more female educators in the industry as well. Um, Well, I remember our very first in-person training, uh, thinking how basic of questions these women were asking. And it was because, you know, a lot of them work with their husbands and the way it works is the wife does the service and the husband does the repairs and the husband never teaches them how to do anything. They just go do it. And I mean, basic, like, how do you program a variable speed pump? And in California, that's a very basic question because we've been using them for so long. You know, how do we determine how many hours at what RPMs? And so I've been to trainings with men. And I know when I first started, you always were nervous to say anything, you know, because they would over talk for you and everything. Like, you know, you start asking something or trying to participate and answer something, they start talking over you. And yeah, I just didn't like that. So that's why we started doing the trainings in person in our area and trying to offer more things so women can be just like the men be up at their level just as well and you know I know some men they're threatened by us but it's like come on let's just make our industry better so not just mansplain you mean just point blank ignore that you are there speak over you like you're in another room or like you guys have probably heard my huh. the oh I've had it happen lots of times. The the lady who does the group with me, she's she came up with the idea originally because she went to a training in Reno and this guy came in late, came to her, took the tools out of her hand and started working on the equipment. And she was just like, "F this," because <laughs> like I want to learn too. So, yeah, those are things Who was it? <laughs> who it was i know i don't want to necessarily who's the guy i don't know i wasn't there call, i wish i could call him out call and ask his name i want to throw that out there but yeah it's just like so that's where it all call, started call your friend ask ask his oh, name she probably doesn't even know his name she was so pissed off she took off she, we do shit other room. shows don't do find out that f-ing name let's toast his ass That's really ridiculous to have to put up with. I was just about to say that I've had experiences where I try to give advice to people or answer a question on a like a question or a comment or whatever. And some other dude comes around and just completely acts like I didn't just say anything, say the exact same thing. And then that dude gets the credit for the answer, you know, just to add to the struggles, not them. I mean, somebody taking tools out of my hand. Oh, my God, I would have lost it. was a good conversation <laughs> so i would like to encourage everyone listening to follow us uh you know give us good reviews ask us questions email us we like all that stuff um uh, there you go follow us like us do you like it I 
just wanted to take a minute to say thank you for listening today. I'm hoping you enjoyed the episode as much as we enjoyed putting it together for you. Listen, it's been a couple of wacky, crazy, screwed up years from pandemic to Poolmageddon. I just want you to know that we are all in this together. If there's anything that we can do for you, send me an email at talkingpools at gmail.com. Again, that's talkingpools at gmail.com. We're here. This is your podcast. We are the Pool People's Podcast of the Pool People for the Pool People by the Pool People's Podcast. This one is about you. So thank you for tuning in and listening. Do me a favor. Click subscribe before you go. That way you don't miss an episode. 